listen up. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Go on and put on them shades because we about to shine, baby. Success ain't easy and you surely don't have all the answers. So we're going to help you stretch past your limits. You know how powerful you are. Build a strong network. You are a part of a community. Dominate your genius. Today is your day. And knock your goals out of the park. You are the heartbeat of your destiny. Let's work together versus you doing too much by yourself. You define your own success. You're a boss. And this is the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Welcome to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. I'm your host, Mindset and Success Coach, Angel Rally, and Destiny Seekers. We are continuing our series of interviews with some of the bomb co-authors from the Success Chronicles, Volume 1, You Define Your Own Success. So you guys know that this is our third episode interviewing our third, um, you know, co-author in this magnificent book where we have hit bestseller in 16 different Amazon categories, including Amazon International bestselling author. So this book is the bomb.com and we're getting another sneak peek right here with another co-author, um, someone that I've known for a very long time. And boy, oh boy, are we not going to get more wisdom dropped on us. So enough of me putting out the hype. Let me go ahead, introduce this co-author, and then we're going to jump right into discussion to get to know her a little bit better as well as hear about her chapter in the Success Chronicles Volume 1. So today we are um, speaking with Hope Gilchrist. She is an author, advocate, mental health clinician, CEO, and founder of Hope Gilchrist Enterprises, LLC, a multidimensional consulting and coaching um, coaching specialty, providing training, solution, and strategy for those looking to find professional mental and behavioral solace. As a licensed clinical professional counselor, and certified transformational mediator with more than 18 years in the mental health industry, Hope creates an effortless cohesion between professionalism, genuine care for her clients, and is often reputed as one having great sensibility in meeting various needs to those she serves with ease. Hope, welcome to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. We are so happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I know. So I hope I have known you for a long time. Um, we are lying sisters in our bomb sorority, which will keep unnamed. But, um, you know, this is definitely um, a, a great opportunity, um, you know, just to kind of talk and hear stuff from another side, you know, especially with your um, career as a, a clinical professional counselor and certified transformational mediator. I'm going to give us a high-level overview of what does that really mean? Well, it's, and mental health is of great, great, great importance. And therefore, I stand on a platform that I'm going to let everyone know to take care of their mental health, to decrease the stigma connected to mental health, and to help people heal. And that pretty much is the overhaul of what I do, whether it's in therapy, whether it's offering a training, whether it's offering the opportunity for someone to come and just sit down and talk about mental health. Um, and and as, as the word transformational for people to heal and change and, you know, families to work through things. So it's just kind of, that's what I stand on, making sure that people take care of their mental health. That is awesome. And I love how you talked about the stigma um, associated with mental health, especially in the African-American community. And we know that a large um, a large demographic of our listeners is the African-American community, male, female, you know, what have you, and any, you know, community of color. You know, what would you say about, you know, I'll, I'll just come right on the safe, like, girl, you don't need to go see no therapist. You ain't crazy. How would you kind of address um, a comment like that or letting us know there the how a way that we can um, communicate with our destiny seekers that therapy is okay? 
So one thing that's important to note is that this stigma that when you see someone or talk to someone when it comes to mental health, that makes you crazy. We have to get away from that because the reality is taking care of yourself, your mental health, your body, your full body is just one. So your head is connected to your body. So your mental health is just as important as your physical health. And if you would be someone who would take care of a cut, a bruise, a broken bone, you should be someone who's just as open to take care of your mental health. And so if you were to go take care of that cut or that broken bone and go see a doctor, would you then consider that crazy? No. So we have to look at mental health the exact same way. It does not make you crazy. As a matter of fact, it makes you very brilliant to take the time to go and get healing for you. Find a non-judgmental place to put and discuss things with someone who is a professional. You know, psychology is a science. So to have a professional help work through whatever that thing is you're going through, whatever it came from, wherever it originated from, to have someone to help you in that place. And, you know, I run on the, the idea again, your mental health matter matters. Mental health is health. And we have to make sure that we look at it that way. Remember that mental health is health. It's all one thing. And we have to take care of that. So don't let people convince us because that, like we talk about in the African-American community, so often we have been taught things that make us keep things in the house. You know, that we see things that are not normal, but we've normalized them. And, you know, well, she's just quiet or he's just attention seeking. So we find ways to normalize behavior that is not normal. As a matter of fact, people are dealing with traumas and pain and hurt and all of these uh, confusion, depression, anxiety. They're dealing with all of those things. And, you know, we have to make sure that we know that we can no longer push those to a side because they only manifest. And at times they, they contribute to us holding us back. You know, they can be a contributor to our success because we can't get there because mentally we have those blocks and we're not taking care of us. So, you know, I would say again, you have to take care of you. You have to not let other people determine and decide what your health, you, how to take care of you. I love it, Hope. I mean, and, you know, one of the key takeaways I got from there is when you said mental health is health. And it is definitely the same way you would tend to a cut or a bruise. It's the same way that you want to attend to your mental health. I thought that was a perfect analogy. You know, mental health is health. And then how you went on to talk about, you know, mental health really can affect your ability to be fully successful. You know, there's different blockers or, or what have you that prevent you from going to that next level. And certain traumas you may not even realize is a trauma um, that is just kind of making you hold back. It could be something, you know, and definitely jump in here if I'm saying anything incorrect or if you want to add to it. But it could be something that you were being told by a family member or a friend, you know, like, oh, you're not that smart. You're just going to be good doing X, Y, Z. You know, those are, are trauma. That's considered trauma. So every time that right. you're ready to burst out, go ahead. Uh-huh. No, I was, so I was going to say, and people don't understand the depth of trauma, actually. And, and so we assume, again, more times than not that we're just okay. And we're told that you're going to be okay. So even like with depression, people will say, oh, just go to sleep or just pray it away or, you know, tomorrow will be fine. There's sometimes it's so much deeper than the simple things that people, the simple advice. Remember that people can only give you sometimes advice from the, from their perspective and from their limited knowledge on the issue. And so, so, and, and as I said, psychology is a science. It's not something that's just as simple as when you come and talk, you tell me what's happening and we just walk away. There's some depth to that. There's some working and there's some under, have to understand what it is to be traumatized, what those experiences are that were normalized as kids or that were normalized. And here I am, you know, older, 30, 29, 28, and I'm now living my life, but my trauma affected me. And it, in a way that I don't realize that again, has the ability to be holding me back making me stagnant, making me not go for stuff, not taking care of myself. You know, self-care is so huge. And that, and then it may seem minor, but making time for you. So 
is just understanding that our mental health is so important. And that's in, 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 and here's the thing. It's not just in your personal life. This can be a job. This is, this is, this is, this is like big, like in many places, in, in the place of employment. How are they, um, you know, contributing to the mental health? How, what do they have? Do they have mental health days to take off? Do they have mindfulness? Do they offer, you know, yoga classes? Do they offer one week? So understanding that because we have to be whole and we have to heal. And so again, my, 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 my big thing is take care of all of that in all environments so that you can be the best you because the only way you are going to get there is to take care of you. And again, let the stigma, what other people think, feel, and believe when it comes to me. Don't tell, you know, because we also, I mean, okay, I'm going to keep it real. Growing up in the house where they say, you know, um, what happens in this house stays in this house. Ooh, so tough because what happens is we grow up and we become people who hold things in and who don't talk about things. And when we get, when again, when something happens to us, we may not say anything because we've learned to keep our mouths shut. So we also are people who shut down and don't talk about it outside of it, and we deal and we go through. So there's all of these things that, you know, we've learned and, you know, like when we look at, when we think about the movie Soul Food and Uncle Pete being in the room and everybody just knew Uncle Pete stayed in the room and then he comes out and here's the reality. That's not normal. But again, it was the norm for a lot of us, but it's not normal. So we, 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 we've been bred to believe that some of these things that we see and we hear are normal. And, you know, we have to stop saying to people, this, you're just attention seeking because then people minimize their symptoms because again, people think, oh, I'm just getting, I'm trying to get attention when in fact people are hurting, people are dealing with things. And so we have to just be careful with some of the things we say and some of the, you know, some of these, you know, like I said, I have so many things to, to, to say when I think about the things that we say that, you know, decreases the thought that, that, the that we will go get, um, the mental health support, you know, so I, I, you know, I'll, I'll just stop there for right now because I can go on and on, but you know, I, I just encourage people to definitely take care of it and get an expert to help. Cause we can talk to our friends all day long, but again, they won't be able to all the time give us what we need that from, they'll give it to you from their limited space and from their own personal experiences, but not from an educated it's not saying that people aren't educated, but not from the place of the people who went and did the training to do so. That makes a lot of sense, you know, because a lot of times, you know, the first people we go to for advice and it's, you know, a thing of, you know, hey, hope, you know, something ain't feeling right. I know it's not right. And, you know, and the response could be, you know, um, you know, you'll be all right. Just go lay down or go drink a cup of tea or have that glass of wine, you know, and everything's just going to magically go away, you know. So I love how you just laid it out clear and clearly and said uh, that people can only communicate and give you advice from their level of experience, from their level of knowledge. It doesn't make it wrong, you know, but it doesn't necessarily provide you everything that you need, you know, to heal and to get better. Now, I'm going to wrap this conversation up because we do have a lot of Christian listeners. And, you know, we've had a lot of pastors on the shows and uh, prophets, evangelists, you know, women of powerful women of God on the show and we talk a lot about mental health and in the church and and christianity so what if there is a destiny seeker listening to us right now that's like well i'm just going to go talk to my pastor and that's enough because that's talking to a professional and my pastor will be able to tell me enough as well as give me scripture that is supposed to help me to you know overcome or to battle whatever it is that I may be going through, um, you know, mentally. So what advice can you give our destiny seekers who are saying, I'm just going to go to my pastor. That's just as good as coming to you, Hope. Okay. So here's a couple of things. One, as I tell people all the time, you can have Jesus, you can have church, you can have all of that and a therapist too, right? And so here's the thing. Not all pastors, there are some are licensed professionals for the counseling field. They do take some counseling in their, their, maybe in the program, but they are not necessarily licensed to do 
the level of counseling that's needed for some disorders. Now, I'm not saying that people can't go to their pastors and, and things like that to get some support and to get some counseling, but sometimes the depth of what you need may be outside of there. And, and, and here's the other thing with that. When you, when you think about it, we pray to God and we say, God, help us with whatever this thing is. Show me, show me, tell me, send me a sign. And so here's that thing. There's that therapist that shows up. You have to trust that God is using that person to give you what you ask for. So the person, again, you ask for something. And here he's saying, let work through this therapist. She will help you and, 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 and guide you because I'm in her or him and I'm giving that to you. Same thing we do when we go into surgery. We go into surgery and we pray God to pray over this doctor's hand and we, you know, say pray over this. We, we pray all the time when we go see the medical doctors. So we have to under, and we still use them. So we don't go to a doc, to our pastor and say, well, doc, well, pastor, you know, my arm is broke. Can you fix it? Because we know that that's not his level. He can bandage it for you. He can even put it in a brace. But what he can't do is fix your bone if that's not his thing. And so understanding that we have to go and seek the right people for the right thing. And when we ask God to deliver and give us something, we have to take it when he gives it to us. And we have to see it for exactly what it is. So remembering that, you know, I have to trust God and pray. I pray again. When I walk into therapy, you know, God, help this therapist. You know, speak, speak to me, to you, you know, whatever the case may be, we can still do that. But just, and, and there's Christian therapists specific to what you need. So there's therapists out here for anything you might need. But again, it's just seeking the right and the proper professional to get you what you need. Oh, girl, I love this. I mean, the one thing that I, I know, cause like I said, I've known you personally, I've known you for a long, long time, you know, and that is you love being in this field. This is certainly your calling, and I think your passion is truly coming through, um, you know, just as we've gone through and kind of through those hard questions at you and how you were able to just answer, you know, giving us the real, real, you know, and just saying, hey, your mental health is health. It is important, and it helps you on your path to success and you know so i always love that trey song um song i just want to be i just want to be successful i love that song but sometimes we are our worst enemy and block it just because there's some areas in our life that we need to tend to and get a professional um to help us out and navigate the way so christians you guys hear it all the time it is okay to love God and have a therapist. And, you know, both, I know my pastor and my church leadership, you know, I'm always say therapy is okay. Go get a therapist. Go get a therapist. And that it is truly, truly okay. And now here we're hearing it from the words of a Christian therapist herself. Guess what? You can love God and have therapy too. It's all part of the healing process. Because remember, God has blessed us with the provisions that we have. God has put us in the different careers and positions that we are in. So that's just an awesome takeaway um, and a perfect opportunity for us to take a quick break and come back and Hope, let's get into a little bit more information about your chapter in um, the Amazon International Bestselling um, Success Chronicles. You define your own success. So we're going to take a quick break, Destiny Seekers, and we will be right back. Congratulations, Coach Angel Riley, host of the Chronicles of Doing Too Much, on the successful release of the collaborative book, The Success Chronicles, Volume 1. You define your own success. More than 230 books sold in less than 12 hours. Also achieving Amazon bestseller and hot new release titles in a total of 16 categories, including Amazon International Bestseller. Blowing up the spot, dropping a billboard in Atlanta, and so much more to come. You're a boss. The Total Entertainment Radio family 
and Destiny's Secret community commend you and your co-authors for a job well done. To secure your chapter in the Success Chronicles Volume 2, email success to angel at coachangelreilly.com. You know what you're listening to, right? You're listening to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much with Coach Angel Riley. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. We are continuing our series of speaking to uh, my fellow co-authors of the Success Chronicles, Volume 1, You Define Your Own Success. Um, So today we are um, interviewing Hope Gilchrist who is a um life and I'm gonna get this stuff all correct because I know I don't like to mess up people's titles because you work hard to achieve these titles. But Hope is a licensed clinical professional counselor and a certified transformational mediator. Um and she has more than eighteen years experience in the mental health industry. So Hope, with all that said and done, you are an Amazon international best selling author um so thank you for you know believing in the vision and my vision and you know not hesitating to jump on and be a part of this um project and i mean whoa girl we did it we did the dang thing (laughs) so i'm going to say first you know congratulations again and again and again (laughs) and um, thank you for having me no of course um, and so tell us the name of your chapter and kind of give us a really high level summary without giving too much away about what your chapter is about. Um, so the name of my chapter is Don't Count Me Out. Um, and the, the, the basic gist of my chapter is sometimes when we look at success, um, you know, people people have ways that they kind of determine what that looks like. And, you know, if they, they measure it in ways that are based off of, you know, how you grew up, where your success, you know, what were you around successful people? Um, you know, just the things in life that would people would normally consider successful. That's usually how it's determined. But my life, as as a young child, you know, went from, I moved a lot. Um, I had a parent who was struggling with addiction and my life, I didn't have a hundred percent the direction in which it was going to go. And sometimes I've actually even had people say, I didn't think you would turn out the way you did because of where you were. And so my chapter is, a, is, is that story that people I'm sure many more people than the person who said it out loud counted me out. And I had one path in my life that I thought I was going to go because it, it was where I, it was just the route that I was on. And then I shifted and I let God decide and let him show me where it was I should be and I needed to be where once I got there, like I knew, knew that this was my space because the energy that I, that, that came with this mental health field when I when I when I touched it I said well God I guess you onto something and so that's what my chapter is it is about it's my story it's that I call it from from um tragedy to triumph you know I I I wouldn't say I'm always where I need to be where I, but I'm Lord knows I am going 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 and I am proud of where I've come to and I would say that oh look at your success you know, I have come a long way. And that's pretty much what my chapter is about. It's that, that full circle that sometimes when you are delivered and you're given something, that doesn't define who you are. That doesn't define where you can go. But where you can get to, you determine that. So don't count me out because I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. Oh, girl, you done just said a thing. And- and I love how you say that, you know, don't count me out. You defy the odds. You know, that the cards that you were dealt as a young person and growing up, you know, 
just because they may not have been the most ideal, because they haven't been the most picturesque, it doesn't mean that you still can't be successful. You know, a few weeks ago, it's probably been a little, a little over a month, we had um, another um, licensed therapist on um, the show. And I loved when she shared in her story that she was 27 when she got her GED and how she fell into the therapy space. So it was truly don't count me out. So it sounds like, I mean, I don't know. I don't think y'all stories have is apples to apples, but I think that this is a great, great, great thing. And to be able to read it in a book where our destiny seekers are able to see, you know, hey, you know, I had a parent that struggled with addiction. We moved frequently and I, I was going one path because it just seems like the right thing to do. And for, you know, the community and the mindset that we had at that time, that's a really good lucrative career. But I knew it was something more. So I got out of that comfort zone and went to what I felt God was calling me or what I knew God was calling me to do. And baby, once I touched that thing, you can get me away. And that's why we're sitting here talking to you as an Amazon international best-selling author and bestseller in 16 categories, you know, taking on so many number one spots, including um, the number one hot new release because you stepped out of, of that comfort zone. So Absolutely. Let's, let's just, yeah. So let's dig in just a little bit more about your story. And when you said that, um, you know, you were going in one direction in terms of a career, but pivoted to go into another, can you kind of give us, you know, just a, a little personal insight of, what made you decide to do that pivot and to go from that one career path to where you are now um, in the mental health field? So, so here's it, here it is. It's, it's funny because as, when I was in high school, I thought, you know, I, I was in school actually for cosmetology and I love doing hair and doing nails. Actually, I was doing hair and nails and it was, it was a passion of mine. So I knew when I graduated from high school, I was going to go work in a hair salon and this is what I was going to do. I was going to get my license, go work in a hair salon. And that's what I was going to do. And, um, but I, I was also smart. So, so all of those things in my life that occurred affected my self-esteem in some ways. So I didn't see me for the same person that showed up. I showed up naturally because it was just who I was, but I didn't see that person as, as clear. So my path matched what I was doing. I went to school for college and college. That's what I was going to do. But I, I graduated high in my, my, my graduating class, number four. And one of my aunts one day, she said, I want you to go to college. And I was like, yeah, no, that's not what I want to do. <laughs> so I was like, um, I'm good. And so she said, just give it a shot. You're smart. You can do this. Mm, it's a no for me still, because that wasn't, I was good. I was going to do what I was going to do and I was good at it. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do that. And, and so I said, well, if I go, I needed to be now, since we're talking about what our, our, our you know, our audience is, our, you guys know the, the, the show, um, a different world. Well, if I go to college, it's gotta be like a different world. That's the only reason I want to go. Because that was growing up in my time, that was the thing. So if I go, I'm going, and it's got to be like that. Well, of course, to my surprise, I get to college. It was nothing like that. But, um, you know, and, and so in that, I'm, I'm there, and I'm still kind of not really feeling it, but I'm doing it because it's like I said I will give it a shot, and it's time for growth. And my major actually was business management because I said, well, I'll just open a daycare center. Because I've always loved working with kids. So there was that piece of me who would volunteer in the summer and work at camps and all of that when I did my summer job. So I was like, okay, well, I can do that. I can go to school, be a business major, open up my own daycare center, and I'll do that. I'm good. And I, and, and that was that was my plan. And so when I started sitting in them business classes and they were boring and hacked to me, I was like, eh, all right, well, I'm in here, but I ain't in here. And so then I was like, well, maybe I need to go back home and just go to school, go be a hair, work in a hair salon because I can do that. I'm licensed. I'm good. God said, mm-mm, no, 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 no. So I basically I went and I had a personality test and 
they said, well, just take some courses. And I took courses in different areas. And when I started taking the psychology classes, it was like I was home. Like, I didn't mind studying for these classes. I was excited about learning. I was, you know, I was excited about what I was getting. And I was like, huh, this might just be it. And so fast forward, that was it. And then I continued, the more I did in my life, the more I realized that this path was what he had. And he intended it to go the way that it did. Um, and, and, and so much that I didn't even realize that when I got out of the business field, um, I, I, you know, I was like, eh, you know, as my major, I don't want to do that. Took some education courses. Didn't want to do that. Um, and full of circle, here I am now, a business owner, having my own practice, you know, doing my own business, having worked as a school counselor. So went back in education, but didn't like it then, but I didn't know because God's plan, he wanted me to touch my, calling first and then add the pieces that go to the puzzle because he was going to put it back together but I needed to go the route he wanted me to go so that then I can put it all together and so here I am where following his lead and continuing to because speaking for me has always been something that brought me lots and lots of anxiety um, so much that I, I always have I have a, a physical reaction to it but I'm speaking now all the time because God said, this is my plan for you. And so I just follow and I just go. So I am a vessel that's doing what what I need to do to get me where I need to go. And that's where my success come in, comes in. And again, until I sat back and evaluated because it comes natural to me to be a helper and to offer this, I didn't see my level of success for being what it was either. Until I started to really look back and say, you are doing something good, girl. You are doing it. And now, as you say, I'm an Amazon international bestseller. Like, seriously, I'm telling my kids that this is this is where I am. Like, this is what mommy has come to. And so, I, I like I said, I, I just tell you, the sky is the absolute limit. And sometimes, if you take one path and, and, and it's leading you another, you, sometimes you can't even go fighting. Don't even fight it. you got to go and see what the outcome is going to be, because it might mean something for you. Oh, girl, that was a powerful. And I love, okay, first and foremost, let me back up. Let me back up before I talk mm-hmm. about love, what you did. What you mean college wasn't like a different world? I mean, we were in North Central West Virginia. I mean, we it was a different <laughs> world. So, I, you know, it I was. take a little offense to that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was it wasn't the typical one we watched on TV, but it definitely was a different world. I guess when you look at it, it was a different world because that's exactly what it was—a different world. <laughs> it was a different world. So I just want to go ahead and put that out there. So we had a different world experience, like, but like you said, it just didn't look like the one that we saw on TV. You know, <laughs> mm. um, but the memories are lasting memories, and the relationships and friendships built our lasting relationships and friendships and, you know, definitely wouldn't change, um, change that course of that pattern, that decision for anything. But, um, you know, what I love how you talked about, you know, I came in and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do business management. And it makes sense. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and I'm going to do business management. And I remember your freshman year, you know, um, so I'm 25, hope 24. Y'all know how we, how we do it on here in Destiny Seekers, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but I remember your freshman year and you actually was technically running a business doing hair on campus, especially for us sisters, because we had nowhere to go to get our hair done. And you were a godsend to come that we didn't have to keep brazen out here. Like we can just be fly and have someone who knew what they were doing do our hair. So that was definitely using that business management training that you were getting, you know, in, in your classes and your courses. Um, but I love how you're like, yeah, no, this really isn't me. This is, I'm not that numbers, marketing, whatever it was coming along with that. That's, that's not me. And then I like how you said I looked at education. You know, you know, the, the fundamentals of education. What does it mean to, you know, lay out that lesson plan or to articulate, um, to, um, be articulate about teaching a lesson or, or so forth, you know, um, 
And then you went into psychology. So it wasn't a thing of, I tried this, I didn't like it, and I gave up. It was, I tried this, doesn't necessarily feel right, but I want to try one more thing. All right? And then I'm like, not necessarily, but I'm going to try one more thing. So I love, love, love how you pulled it all together and said, you know, God had to show you these other things because what you did as, you know, a, a, a 17, 18, 19, 20 year old made more, so much more sense and had such a big impact on you as a 24 plus year old. You know, because we don't put our business out in the street like that here right, on the right, Stephanie right. Seeker Street. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, and you were just, you were just really young when you had the children. All right. So, you know, we, we're not going to talk about that and their ages, but at the end of the day, I love how you said everything comes together. So I want to, you know, reiterate Destiny Seekers, you know, everything that we just talked about, you know, with Hope down to, you know, don't count me out, where she didn't let her circumstance define her success in life. You know, just because it didn't look as ideal doesn't mean much, you know. I mean, Hope and I have a lot in common. We moved, I moved a lot. But, you know, and it was hard because I'm naturally an introvert, but moving so much and going to new schools so frequently, you know, it was just the thing of I can make a friend anywhere. And I actually kind of like the temporary friend situation. You know, it's like, okay, we friends today. All right, I'm done. My energy's gone. Let me go on and be by myself again. You know, but that helped me because what I do, rather I'm connecting here with Destiny Secrets. I love people. I love connecting. But when I need my space, I'm able to have that space and then so do it all over again, you know, and that's huge. Some people take it as, oh, I moved a lot. That's a lack, lack, a lack of stability. So I'm just not going to be a stable person. It's no, what did I learn and how did I grow from that situation? Mm-hmm. And who was I listening to as I was elevating to that next level? As Hope said, she had an aunt that said, you know, you are really good at cosmetology and I know that you love it and I know that you do it, but let's look at something a little bit different. You know, not saying that cosmetologists are not smart because they are. Let me tell you something. To run a successful salon or to make sure that you are slaying the day. I mean, mm-hmm. so many cosmetologists do. You got to have some smarts to knock that stuff out. All, to know all Absolutely, that stuff. Yeah. Cosmetology. You're a chemist. You got to know, okay, well, I can't put this on it. Like when I started graying, I stopped getting, I haven't had a relaxer in over a decade because my hair started graying real bad. And it was my cosmetologist that was like, okay, the gray hair is resistant to relaxers and I'm not going to keep relaxing your hair every month because that's bad for your hair. So when you start thinking about the detail of what cosmetologists know and know instantly. I mean, they're, they're the doctor of your hair or with your yep, nails. It's a you know? Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, and all of that makes the sense. And art. And it, it's an art, it's a science, and it's also relationship building. So when you really mm-hmm. look at cosmetology, it leads into your therapy career because you know how to listen. Because you know everybody got their hair full of hair, their hairstylist. And you're talking about everything, right? <laughs> and your hair, and it gives you the ability to listen, to be mindful, and you know, to give caring, generous advice. Unless you just want to have a day that you just cutting up, because you know how we get in the salon some days. We just want to cut up, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. Well, hope. Before we go to our next break, and then we'll come back, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Can you just tell our Destiny Seekers how they are able to connect with you? Um, sure. Yes, I'm on Instagram. My name on Instagram is Hope the Counselor One. You can follow me. I do, um, you know, I have a lot of things that I talk about, a lot of um, subject, subjects. You can um, also, I'm on Facebook, Hope Gilchrist Enterprises. You can follow me there. Um and you can email me because I answer emails at hopegilchristenterprises at gmail.com. And some YouTube, you can put my name in YouTube and you can find me there. So, oh, and I have a website at um, 
HopeGilchristEnterprises.com. You can also find me there. Um, so I think those are all the places that I am right now. So I'm, I'm very accessible. All right. Perfect. So bottom line, Destiny Speakers, y'all just dropped that Hope Gilchrist Enterprises in Google. If you didn't catch any of that and then you want to go ahead and um, connect with Hope, um, you know, but she showed her with us. And she's on Instagram, a Facebook and YouTube. She also provided her email address and her website. I'll also make sure that it just her, all her contact information is available right here on our platform. Uh, so, oh my gosh, Hope, congratulations again on the success of the Success Chronicles and becoming an Amazon international best-selling author, as well as a best-selling author in all the other categories, including number one, hot new release, you know, something Yay. definitely be proud of, uh, be proud of and just. I know, I know. I, I don't think I can do the running man anymore. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm running man out. <laughs> And and I think my shoulders are like the cabbage patch is played. We done with the cabbage patch. Right? right. And that's enough. But that's all right. Cause we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. We're going to keep on doing it because, you know, until, until God says it's time to do something else. But right now he said, honey, we just getting started. Right. Right. So, so we are going to take a quick break. And we're going to come back and hope I'm going to put you in the hot seat, honey. So are you going to be ready to go in the hot seat? All right. Hopefully I am, but I, I, I'm going to rise to the occasion. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to see. So, so Destiny Seekers, this is the Chronicles of Doing Too Much, and we will be right back. Word on the Street is one of the hottest new daytime talk radio shows on the Internet is the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Mindset and success coach Angel Riley plays no games and holds nothing back. Success ain't easy, and you surely don't have all the answers. The Chronicles of Doing Too Much is a show about stretching past your limits, building a strong network, dominating your brilliance, and knocking your goals out of the park. Our guests are business owners, authors, coaches, corporate executives, activists, nonprofit leaders, and those who are simply slaying all day, every day. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern on Total Entertainment Radio for your weekly dose of inspiration, laughter, and resources to help you elevate to the next level. It's a whole vibe, and the energy is the bomb. No worries. If you missed the live broadcast, catch the replay on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and Google. Interested in being a guest? or sponsorship opportunities, go to www.thechroniclesofdoingtoomuch.com. You're a boss and a heartbeat of your destiny. The Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Follow Coach Riley on all platforms at Coach Angel Riley. Now back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. The Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Oh, my gosh. We've had a fabulous, fantastic, information-filled interview um, with Hope Gilchrist, one of the co-authors in Success Chronicles, Volume 1. You define your own success, available for purchase on Amazon. Hit Hope up if you want to get your autograph copy um, from her. You know, she provided all of her contact information, which we'll get from her again before we put Hope in the hot seat. Um, just a couple of key takeaways is, you know, Hope is the bomb.com. And, you know, and I am really being objective, even though Hope and I are lying sisters and have known each other for a long time. You know, it is just one of those things where, you know, I, I, I can say it because I know her. You know, and, and, and the closeness of our relationship, I know how passionate she is about her work and about serving, you know, her clients and helping everyone achieve their levels of success as, as, as defined by whatever it is that they are um, attempting to accomplish in life, career, you know, relationships, et cetera. You know, but at the end of the day, guys, 
when you have a passionate, knowledgeable mental health professional um, available to you or someone you can access fairly easily, you definitely want to take advantage of that. And I think Hope has really shown us her passion and her love for her career field. You know, also, you know, um, I love how Hope talked about mental health is health. And she gave us the analogy of how we would tend to a, a, a cut or a bruise or a scratch the same way we would tend to things like that. We can tend to, we need to tend to our mental health because mental health is health. And truly by addressing some things that we may not even realize we're going through, um, you know, addressing that really can help us you know, achieve our success levels, you know, not really attending, you know, tending to some traumas, effects of traumas, or, you know, overcoming some stigmas, which hope so eloquently laid out for us that, you know, why this is, you know, pretty much a stigma and not the truth, you know, about all of it, uh, about things like what's being said to you uh, or you should go to a church, you know, you should go to your pastor for all of your counseling and so forth. You know, all of that makes a lot of sense. But when you have those blocks, when you have those things or you even have events that are triggering events, it really hampers you from achieving that level of success. So I was going to wrap that up again with saying the same way, and this is Hope's words, the same way that you would tend to a cut or a bruise or any type of health ailment is the same way a health issue or condition is the same way you want to tend to your mental health. And then as Hope went through telling us about her chapter in the Success Chronicles, and she's basically laid out for us perfectly, giving us steps and real life examples of you can do and be anything you choose. You do not have to be a victim to your circumstances. Just rise above it. Uh, any other takeaways, Hope, that, um, you know, you want to add to kind of what I captured from our interview? Yeah, and I also forgot to say that, you know, one thing that I also think is um, a thing, I have a theory, um, and my my thought is that there are two types of people in this world. There are people who learn their environment and people who learn from their environment. And you have to decide which one you are and which one you want to or which one you want to be. I saw my environment, where I grew up and what was happening in my life, and I decided to learn from my environment and to go and do things that were different and not because I was a hundred. Now, there was a point where I was ashamed and that I was embarrassed about some of the things that was happening in my life, but but I wanted to be the best me. So not necessarily better than things that or the people, because, again, they have their stories and that led them to where they were. And we all have stories and traumas and things. Again, we talk about stigma that connects to not having the support they need. But I looked at my environment and decided that I wanted something different for me. And so I had to go after what I wanted for me as opposed to becoming uh, and, 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 and becoming and, and getting stuck in the environment that wasn't healthy for me. So, so not, and so knowing that just because we are born into or we are put into a situation in our lives growing up that we don't have to be that if we choose not. We don't have to be stuck in those places because at some point we get to choose and you get to choose where you go and what you do with your life. And that doesn't mean that the mental health goes away. Again, you st- I still want people to get support for that. But then making a choice to even get that help, making a choice that I want to at least try to advance from or do something different than. So, and, and I forgot to say that, but I think that that's important to note as well. Ooh, ah, girl, that was deep. That was a mic drop, girl. Go ahead and pick up that microphone because you didn't drop that joker right there. You and not have to, you have the choice to learn or learn from your environment. Learn, stay in your comfort zone. Learn from, take the lessons learned and soar like an eagle. Get used to being uncomfortable and watch you just do the daggone thing. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So, I mean, I feel bad putting you in hot seat after you didn't just drop the mic on us, but, you know, it is what it is. So, you're going to go in hot seat. Are you ready, girl? <laughs> all right. All right. Let's see what I got for you. <laughs> I, I try to hype it up. You know, I'm really trying to hype it up. And this is probably the time and the, the part in the whole conversation with Destiny Seekers be like, Angel needs to chill out with the hot seat. It is not the hot seat. Go on. We got our journals <laughs> out. And we are writing down the wisdom nuggets that we're about to get dropped. So we have four major theme days on social media, a manifestation Monday, faith walk Tuesday, wisdom Wednesday, and thankful Thursday. And so these are very popular across all of our social media platforms. They get a lot of engagement. And we ask the, um, the guests on the Chronicles of Doing Too Much uh, to go ahead and um, contribute to each of those days. So we have our journals out and we are ready to add in knowledge dropped by you. Um, here's a disclaimer. I do steal. So it is not considered stealing if I tell you I'm going to steal it. All right. So just be ready for that. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's start with Manifestation Monday. So what is one of your favorite affirmations or quotes or scriptures? I would say one of my favorite things, one thing that I say to myself all the time is you've got this. Um, and that's just an encourager. It, it, it continues to encourage you to keep pushing, to keep going. You've got this. And, and, and that's, you know, of course, with you've got this, I also say take care of you. But I will say, even though that's, that's, those are two, here's one that, that took me for a long time that I always, anything your mind can conceive and believe it will achieve. That is the mantra I ran on for most of my life. More now, like I said, it's the encourager to myself, you've got this. But that's the one I've said all the time. If your mind can conceive it and believe it, it will achieve it. If your mind can conceive it and believe it, you will achieve it. Whoo, you got this, girl. Those are yes. some powerful affirmations. Yes, honey. Yes. And, and those are, you know, those are definitely recording worthy affirmations. Record yourself saying those um, as two affirmations and do it every single day and watch that confidence go up on 100. I mean, I'm going to have to say it. That confidence is going to go on 100. That's what that confidence is going to go on. And so those are powerful affirmations. Thank you, Hope. So let's go into Faith Walk Tuesday. What is one of your favorite songs, scriptures, or quotes that get you motivated when you need it the most? Stan. Um, the, the, I, I don't know why I always go to that song. Just stand. You know, when things are tough, when things are going on, stand. And um, that, that, that's, that's where I go to. Um, Smokey Norfolk. That, it's, there it is. That's like, you know, cause time's gonna come, things are gonna happen, and you know, just, you just gotta, sometimes you gotta stand in it, no matter whether it's tough, whether it's easy, no matter what it is, sometimes you got to stand, and then, and, and even when you can't stand, the mental piece is that I'm still here, and I'm still standing. So understand, standing don't always have to be on your feet, cause some people don't have feet. But they're still here and they're still standing strong. So understanding that, 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 yeah, that is one I always go to. I even use it in the gym. Sometimes when I'm just not, I'm trying to get my mental together and I'm trying to get in a good place, I, I will play that song and it is a motivator. So I actually use gospel music to clean up. So, um, any of that is motivational to me. Oh, girl, you better say it. And that's one of my favorite songs. I mean, <clears throat> okay, I was about to sing, but I think my voice was hoarse for a second. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, with that, and whenever I hear that song, the scripture that always come to mind and just hearing you um, say it and giving 
you know, um, the examples of what that truly mean about standing and, and it's the scripture and I, and I don't know the exact reference, but I, I'll never forget it. And I always say it whenever I hear that song or, or I need that song to encourage me in the situation and it stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, you know, and that might be an angel paraphrase, but I always have to remember that stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And every time, Every time, and, and from what I hear you saying, it, it's true to you. Every time that it's like slow things down and stand, man, God show up and show out. And you just be like, yo, Big G, like you're the best daddy out there, boy. Like I'm so right. blessed to have you as my father, you know. So that is huge. That is definitely huge. Well, let's go on over to Wisdom Wednesday. So what is a piece of advice that you will give to your younger self? Uh, that one is, I got so much for me. Believe in you. But have confidence that, again, that you've got this. Because like I said, my younger self suffered with self-esteem issues so much. And that, you know, it, it, it hindered me in a lot of places. It, it, and it slowed me down to get everywhere I needed to be. So just believing in yourself and, and knowing that, um, you know, it doesn't matter what other people think and what they feel. You, as long as you believe in yourself and you have the confidence to go forward, then you got it. You can make it. So it's just blocking out all of the, the, the negative, blocking out all of the other thoughts and going on what your own thoughts and feelings are and allowing that to drive you. All right. Pick up that mic. You didn't drop it. <laughs> no, no commentary needed. You dropped that mic right there. Woo, girl. That just changed somebody's life. Your words just spoke life into one of our destiny seekers listening to us right now. Oh, girl. So that's going to lead us right into Thankful Thursday. What is one thing that you are thankful for? Mm, that's that's hard, but to, to limit it to one thing. Um the ability to be able to stand in front of people and help them with their healing process. And doesn't say I'm perfect, but the ability for people to trust that I can help them in getting to their place of healing. I'm thankful for that. To, to be able to breathe life in some type of way into other people. All right, Moses, you better lead people to the promised land. But anyway, <laughs> so ignorant sometimes. But anyway, I don't know why that even came up to my mind as you said that very profound thing. <laughs> oh, God. Destiny Seekers, excuse me for the minute. But no, that is huge to be thankful for. You know, and I do make light of it when I say, go ahead, Moses. But Moses played a very important role. And that truly is. You're guiding people to the light. You're guiding people to the promised land. So as a therapist, it is just definitely being placed in a position to help people to to heal and to see that best version of themselves and achieve it so i'm so proud of you hope you know always been proud of you always commend and support you in all of your success um so the hot seat didn't burn you too much did it not too much but it definitely made me think but you know that's that's what we got to do that sometimes so okay okay that's good that is good well go ahead and tell our destiny seekers one more time how they can get in contact with you and follow you on social media. Okay. So again, my name is Hope Gilchrist. So you can find me on Facebook as Hope Gilchrist Enterprises. That's my Facebook page. 
My Instagram is Hope the Counselor One, where you'll see a lot of the information, a lot of my talks on mental health, a lot of the um, empowerment, um, encouraging words, and things like that. You'll also see those on my YouTube station, so you can YouTube channel, so you can um, look up my name, Hope Gilchrist, and my website is www.hopegilchristenterprises.com. And again, you can find information there. There's also an option to send me a message if you need to send me a message. Um, and I think that that's all the places that I'm located right now. All right. That is awesome, Hope. So Destiny Secrets, I will drop all the Hope's contact information on all of our platforms so you all are able to connect with a Hope. Oh, my God. Well, Hope, congratulations again, Miss um, Amazon international best-selling author and bestseller in 16 category, a total of 16 categories on Amazon and all of the huge publicity that has come along with um, the success of this project and this book a lot. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the Chronicles of Doing Too Much and blessing us all with your knowledge and experience. So Destiny Seekers, we have another co-author of the Success Chronicles coming up on next week's show. If you have not already purchased your copy of this book by pre-order, go ahead and order it on Amazon, Success Chronicles Volume 1. You can also find it searchable by not only my name, but any of the co-authors' names, including Hope Gilchrist on Amazon and secure your copy um, today. If you want an autographed copy and you want to go ahead and purchase it from Hope, connect with Hope on her social media platforms or through her website or send her an email so you can secure your autographed copy from Hope of the Success Chronicles Volume 1. Until next time, Destiny Seekers, remember, you are the heartbeat of your destiny. I'll talk to you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Don't forget to hit that like button, drop a comment, and smash that subscribe. And make sure you keep the conversation going by connecting through social media at Coach Angel Riley on all platforms or visit CoachAngelRiley.com. Until next time, go be a boss.